five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.
Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA, the HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Voice, it can only mean one thing. Time to put your weight on it. Hamilton. <laughs> Rob Galloway hanging out with you. What's happening, folks? Happy Saturday to you and yours. But don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There, our official content partner, sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. Thank you guys for Tuning in, man. Really appreciate you guys. However you're listening to the show, it's so many ways that you can tune in. Uh, big shout to the X-Squad Affiliates. Uh, for those of you checking the show out via xsquadaffiliates.com, we also have about 10 other platforms where you can check the show out. Uh, tune in, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, but, yes, please <clears throat> make sure that you spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that the HBCU Report is on each and every Saturday morning at 9 on the east, 6 on the west, and we're here for you and yours. You know what I'm saying? For all of you uh, HBCU alum, all you currents, all you dropouts, all you thinking about it, all you that just nosy and want to know about the HBCU culture, man, we're here for you. No doubt about it. Man, hope you guys had a, a great week, man. This week has been it's been crazy, man. I told y'all I've been watching hella TV, man. I, I was talking about that last week. Man, it's been some really good stuff on TV lately, man, that – um, I haven't had an opportunity to talk about. I'm not sure how many of you um, have actually had the opportunity to check out Eddie Murphy's um, Dolomite, the story of Rudy Ray Moore. Man, that thing is crazy. For those of you that were wondering, what, what the hell was I talking about putting your weight on it? Yeah, you got to see the movie. Unbelievable, man. Netflix, Netflix did a really good job with that. Now, here's the thing. If you've seen Dolomite is the name, right? That's the, the the story, the life story of Rudy Ray Moore. We've all seen these lifetime stories or these stories that, uh, who's been doing these things? Is it Lifetime or VH1 or Bravo or somebody been doing these shows at where the actresses or the actors don't even look like the people that they're actually portraying? Not this thing. Netflix was spot on with this, man. I mean, spot on. Uh, big shouts out to Eddie, man. Eddie, one of my favorite um, actors of all time. Definitely my favorite comedian of all time. And, and you know what? It's just great that, that things have come full circle. And now Eddie is back. And uh, not only is he, you know, he, he's got the Dolomite, the name movie. You know, they're shooting Coming to America 2 here in Atlanta. Um, He's got the Netflix stand-up specials coming out. You know, and he's about to uh, reboot. Beverly Hills Cop. So it's going to be a Beverly Hills Cop 4 that's going to be produced by Netflix. And so, you know, if you're an Eddie fan, you know, if you're if you're in my age bracket, there's no reason that you should not be an Eddie fan. And speaking of being an Eddie fan, how about my guy Arsenio Hall? I don't, listen, <clears throat> I'm not trying to go back in a time capsule. It's happening in 2019. Arsenio Hall, uh, formerly of the uh, Arsenio Hall show, the great show was in the 90s. Then they tried to relaunch it a couple years ago, and you millennials and Gen X and and whoever else, y'all didn't y'all didn't y'all didn't receive it well. Y'all didn't receive it too well, and so it went away. But uh, Arsenio also has a stand up on Netflix, and it's funny. Oh yeah, it's funny, man. So big shouts out to um, Netflix for bringing you know bringing my boys back, man. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, boy, they are a dynamic duo, no doubt about it. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Um, just kicking the show off, uh, kicking the wheels, so to speak, um, before we actually get into uh, the football conversation because, man, it's been it's been a wild one um, going back uh, since we last joined you. I mean, really wild. Now, um, before we actually get into the HBCU conversation, uh, really quick, um, Colin Kaepernick. I know a lot of you have been hearing about this. While it's not HBCU related, it's definitely happening. Colin Kaepernick is here in Atlanta today um, for what they're calling a tryout, an interview for several NFL teams. Now, what they said is that Jay-Z has actually been pushing Commissioner Goodell in this direction to, act, to at least give him a shot. 
not sure how much Jay-Z really had to do with this. Um, and I'm not really sure if any teams are, are going to sign Cap. Here's the deal. Somebody probably will sign him because it'll just be a terrible look for the NFL for him to go through all of this and nobody even sign him as the third-string quarterback. So from that standpoint, I think we will get a Cap signing. Do do teams need quarterbacks? Absolutely. There are a handful of teams, probably more than a handful of NFL teams, that need a quarterback. Maybe not a starting quarterback, but a backup because these guys have been getting hurt left and right. So, you know, if nothing else, if nothing else, I, I want I want the NFL to be able to rear its ugly head in reverse, right? We already know that, that, that they're a ruthless group of guys. But I want them to put it in reverse. We, we know how evil they can be. But let's see... Let's see that racism and all that stuff going reverse, man. Because he, he what? Why do I keep saying reverse? Well, the reason I keep saying that is because we've already seen the racism. We know that the NFL that there are no uh, black NFL owners. I think we have one minority owner, the guy that owns Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but with that being said. We know that this is a good old boy system. We know we already know because because the judge ruled on it. We already know that the NFL has colluded to keep this man unemployed. We already know this. Who is the NFL? It's not the players. It's the owners, or as we want to deem them in sports these days, governors. Yeah, miss me with that crap. And so I'm not even sure how legit this is. I mean, look. We have to put a few things in perspective, okay? Today is traveling day for teams, for NFL teams. So if you're not coming this way, it's going to be really hard to send somebody of any significance this way, right? If you're out on the West Coast, it's going to be really hard for you to send a GM or somebody of any significance down here to the Southeast, down here to Flowery Branch, where it's going to happen. You know, the Falcons holding it at their at their facility. But the crazy part about it is, and why I really don't think that this is legit, somebody will sign him, but I think this is like a half-hearted thing, is because the Falcons were like, well, yeah, it's going to happen at, at, at our venue, but um, we will not have anybody in attendance. But then when the NFL sent out the letter that I received Thursday, it said that the Falcons actually would have somebody in attendance. See, this is what I'm saying. You're saying that we, we're we not going to have anybody, but then the league is saying, oh, yeah, somebody's going to be there. Well, is it going to be the janitor? Because technically, if you at Flywood Branch at the Falcons facility and the janitor is there, technically an employee of the Atlanta Falcons is there. I know they're not going to go in that direction, but I'm just saying, technically. So we'll see what happens with Brother Cap. I stand with Cap. You know, I've been standing with Cap. I'm not going to stop standing with him. You know, I, I feel like this brother has, um, you know, he put his neck out on the line, which I appreciate. I just wish that everybody had been a little bit more educated in the movement because at one point, if you asked 10 different people what the movement was about, 10 different people would have given you 10 different answers. And so I think that what Cap was doing, I think it got lost in all of that. Because it kind of it kind of took off like a you know like a like a big storm, right? It, it it took off. I mean, they would they started doing it in the NFL, college, high school. I mean, it was a movement. But the thing was, I don't I don't know if everybody knew what the movement exactly was about. Because we do have the tendency, we have sheepish tendencies when we see people do something and we think it's cool and we think we want to be a part of it. We'll follow it and won't even know the meaning. We'll just follow along because it looks like they're headed in the right direction. All right. So again, I stand with cap. I love to see cap get a job. I would love it. I mean, again, I don't care if the boy is a third string quarterback at the end of the day, he was done wrong. You know, he walked, if he, okay. He walked away from $17 million. Okay. I get it. And big shouts out to everybody uh, waking up, starting to chime in. Uh, via the chat room um, and via social media. Don't forget um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to uh, disagree with me or if you just want to state your opinion, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report, or uh, you can go to xquadaffiliates.com and click the uh, the player and the uh, the chat room actually open up for you. Hit the thought bubble and the chat room will open up. 
But, you know, I'm not going back to Cap. I'm really not sure. You know, I want Cap to have a job. Because I don't want to I don't want to continue to think that we live in the racist society that we live in. Because, oh, we live in a racist society. Let's not get it twisted. We live in a racist society. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. It, it's just a damn shame, man, that, that this brother has not had a job in all this time. You know, and you call him in, you bring him in, and, and you ask him stuff like, are you going to stop your protest? Are you going to start standing for the flag? And the brother says no, and you're like, all right, well, we're done. We're done here. I don't really, I never really understood the big deal, man. It's so many people in there standing. Everybody's not standing up. You know, it's somebody during the national anthem, somebody's buying a beer. What's more disrespectful during the national anthem? Not standing or buying a beer, drinking some beer. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Just asking. You know, just asking. All right. HBCU Report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you, man. First segment coming to a, coming to a wrap. Uh, don't forget, jump in the chat room, man. Let me know what you all think about this whole Colin Kaepernick thing uh, because it is definitely a thing. All right. Now, coming up on the other side because uh, we we are up against the clock and didn't get a chance to really get into um, all of the conversation that I would like to have had uh, in regards to uh, the SIAC, CIAA, and uh, the MEAC and swag and how things are shaping up for the celebration bowl. So coming up on the other side, we'll tackle that quickly because of course we know that during the second segment, uh, we do swag bias. And so, uh, we'll hit, uh, CIAA, SIAC and the MEAC really quick. And then, uh, we'll jump into swag bias and we'll just keep the show moving right along. All right. So this is the HBCU report. Uh, Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Don't forget when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com. Your official source for black news, political news, sports, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Um, Follow us, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. And we'll be right back after these words. Follow the HBCU Report on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook at HBCU Report. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. All right, everybody in the car. Let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the... Follow the HBCU Report on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook. At HBCU Report, this is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. Uh, take it out, chick, being over, let me see it. If you're looking for a trio type figure, let me be it. Got the V12 bins parked outside. It ain't enough room to fit them guns in my ride. It's on the work something, twerk something basis. Making big chains, dancing in them trick spaces. She's sleeping the day, but bounce her booty at night. You kiss that thing in the mouth. But she been playing with my pipe Now get your mind right Hater, you a simp And I'm a red hot undercover pimp And make your girls get down on the floor On the floor Like a real live money making pro uh, You gotta take it out Take it out uh, And let a first class figure break you off Chick, you gotta take it out Take it out uh, And let a first class figure break you off some It was the secret that Victoria tried to hide A little slide to lie Pride aside, just a slide aside, man. I didn't die tonight. Now, what I'm supposed to do? Then got close to you, looking like a poster, too. Don't want to boast, but you miss this do a doctor feel good. Lay a player real good. Lippin' came back and it was still good. She will put a few tips in her mind. That's that definition of them true chicks in the side. Let me do my thing on the cool, quick to the cops. Get the best, but guess what? We kicking the mind. Shaking it soft. Should have been if she did eight in the law, but you was late and you lost. And she was taking it out. Take it out. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway back at it. Segment number two underway. Kind of hard to believe 18 years ago this week, UGK's Dirty Money was released. Man. Long live CDs, but not a, they call me James Jones. (laughs) 
Yes, sir. Happy Saturday to you and yours, man. UGK, man, one of my favorite rap groups of all time. You know what? <clears throat> you know, I've been trying to come up with these themes on a weekly basis, right? Like last week, it was the songs that shook America. And so we featured three songs from that. Now, if you've been listening, now for those of you that actually follow the show, now this is what I'm going to tell you to do. If you follow the show on any social, not social media platform, but if you follow the show on any of the platforms um, that that distribute this show, xsquadaffiliates.com, Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, any of those websites, if you follow the show, as soon as we go live, you'll get an alert. Now, what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to go live about three or four minutes early so that I can squeeze, like, one of the songs that's a part of the, the theme for the show. I can squeeze it in on the back end, and, and I can squeeze it in on the front end, right, front and back end. So if you've been listening to the show uh, this morning since you got that alert for those of you that follow the show, then you know you got um, you got uh, Marley Marl and uh the bridge right now when the show closes out this this morning then you're going to get bdp's the bridge is over because that is um the show that we talked about last week amc songs that shook america that was uh the 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 songs that they took a look at they took a look at the bridge because that was the the song that got it started so to speak when you talk about um the battle rap and the wars and and they took a look at at krs-one and bdp's uh, the bridge is over. And so it was really good. I'm going to tell y'all every week that this comes on that y'all need to watch it. All right. Y'all definitely need to watch this because it's really, really good. All right. HBCU report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you Saturday morning. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Don't forget. We're not here with there. There is sports news and Your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. So last week, really wild week in the, um, in the MEAC. And by the way, um, coming up at 9.35, around 9.35, 9.40, we will be joined by Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears. Uh, the Golden Bears in action today versus Albany State in the SIAC football championship. Uh, Miles College looking to make it back-to-back championships. And so uh, we will talk with uh, Coach Ruffin coming up in the third segment. All right. So last week, me at Wild Week, I, I, I tried to explain this to y'all last week about how all of this craziness was happening. Now, South Carolina State lost to North Carolina A&T uh, a few weeks back, okay? And then we had uh, – so so basically, South Carolina State was on the outside looking in. It was Bethune-Cookman, and there was uh, North Carolina A&T. So last week, we had North Carolina A&T taking on a Morgan State team that has only won one game this season. Well, make it two because they knocked off North Carolina A&T 22-16 – uh, then South Carolina State, they kept they kept pace. Uh, they defeated Howard 62-21. But then you had Bethune-Cookman taking on the other one-loss team in the MEAC, Delaware State, and lost 16-13. And so now what we have again is this whole three-way, this three-way tie between North Carolina A&T, South Carolina State, and Bethune-Cookman. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, is that Today, Bethune-Cookman and North Carolina A&T will actually face each other. Yes, they will face each other. And so now, man, it's it's really wild in the MEAC right now because there are so many scenarios. Uh, But the, the biggest scenario that, you know, would eliminate all of this is that if FAMU was not on probation, it wouldn't even be a conversation right now. It wouldn't even be a conversation. We would be talking about the Rattlers winning the MEAC. Win, lose, or draw, regardless of what happened in that uh, in that Florida Classic. FAMU would be it. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But we have this three-way tie, which is, is not uncommon in the MEAC. And so we'll see how this thing actually um, – plays out but it's gonna come down to it it's gonna come all the way down to it and uh south carolina state actually plays who does who does state play somebody give me um give me the schedule so so i know who south carolina state plays today um but anyway just it's really wild oh they actually host uh north carolina central 
And speaking of North Carolina Central, there's actually a way that they could mess around and slide into this game. Now, it's far-reaching, but there is there there is a uh, a whole other scenario. But we won't even worry about that. All right. Now, looking at the SIAC, last week, everybody handled their business. Uh, we, we talked about the game between uh, Miles and Tuskegee being for – uh, the the West Championship, and we talked about the game between Albany State and Fort Valley being for the East Championship. Miles defeated uh, Tuskegee. It was Tuskegee's homecoming as well. Miles defeated Tuskegee, and now they are headed uh, to the SIAC Football Championship today to face Albany State. And don't forget, coming up in the next segment, Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears, uh, will join the show. And so uh, that that should be great because it always is. Anytime we get together, it's always great. Um, and speaking of Tuskegee, really quick, just a side note before we get to the CIAA. Man, last week was Tuskegee's homecoming. So if you've ever been to Tuskegee, and big shouts out to everybody in the chat room, big shouts out to the X-Squad affiliates, uh, shouts out to everybody, uh, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, if you've ever been to Tuskegee, you know Tuskegee has one of the shittiest stadiums in America. I mean, they got a really good football program, the winningest football program in America, the winningest HBCU football program in America. But if you've ever been to that stadium, it's shitty. Not with a T, but with some Ds, two Ds. Shitty. I mean, shitty. Um, And so last week was homecoming. And so uh, some of the media team from Tuskegee were posting videos because some of the fans were actually in the stadium three hours beforehand. I think it might have been like 40 people we're already in the stands under the shed. Yes, the shed. Yeah. If you've never seen Tuskegee Stadium, just Google it. It's a piece of shit. S-I-H-I-D. It is. It's shitty. I'm sorry. It is. But anyway, so they were talking about how great their fan base was. They were like, what kind of fans are these that they're here three hours before the homecoming game? And so in one simple reply, all I said was lame. L-A-M-E. Jesus Christ. They blocked us. So, so Tuskegee's media team, well, man, there's some kids, right? Some some college students, they blocked us. But I'm just saying, nobody gets the homecoming, not in the stadium, three hours beforehand. Like, let's be honest. Homecoming classics, three hours beforehand, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're tailgating. You're having libations. You're sitting around um, what, what they like to call talking shit and swallowing spit. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Who the hell is in the stadium three hours before the game except for a bunch of lames? I'm sorry. So, Tuskegee, you put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right? Yeah. All right. So, CIAA action. Last week, we already knew what it was going to be um, even before the game was played. Fayetteville State, 8-2, uh, and two, taking on the undefeated Bowie State Bulldogs, looking to make it back-to-back. Um, the winner of this game will not only win the CIAA football championship, uh, but both teams should have an opportunity to, to uh, make it to – uh, the NCAA Division II playoffs. Uh, we know Boy, uh, Bowie State is already uh, pretty much a lock somewhere uh, between one and four. If they win, uh, they could be as high as one or two. If they lose, it, it'll be somewhere between three and five. So uh, big shouts out to Coach Damon Wilson, head coach of the Bowie State Bulldogs. Also, uh, Richard Hayes. What's up, Richard? Uh, don't let me forget about my guys up there in the uh, CIAA. Also, Reggie Barlow and the boys, they have a shot of making the uh, the Division II playoffs as well. So, a big shouts out to uh, Virginia State University. Um, but right now, really quick, man, we got to get into it. Swag bias, let's do it. If we had an intro. Well, we don't have an intro. All right, so here we go. All right, so things getting really tight in the swag uh, with just uh, two games to go. Really, really tight. Uh, Grambling State and Alcorn were in action last week, and it had a lot of implications on the east and west side. Okay, so with Grambling knocking off Alcorn, what that does is, it puts Grambling one game behind Southern University in the West, which means that their matchup um, at the Bayou Classic could be for the right to represent the West in the SWAC football championship. So here's Coach Broderick Fobbs talking about last week's win over Alcorn. Uh, well, it was, a, it was a good day for football. I mean, good environment. You know, I thought, you know, you could definitely tell, you know, both teams was, was very prepared for the game. Uh, my hat's off, you know, to Coach McNair. You know, his team is – uh, classic group of guys, man. They play extremely hard. They play the game the right way. They, you know, they they, they focus on playing with their pads and not their mouth. And uh, just, you know, just a very very physical ball game. You know, I didn't think that. Uh, I thought defensively we played really well. 
but um, just in my opinion, I thought you know both offenses didn't uh, didn't play as well as as we were capable of playing. Whether it was the defense that had something to do with it, or or you know Aaron throws overthrowing a you know a guy or things of that nature. There was a little bit of that on both sides, you know. So uh, very evenly matched, you know, ball club both teams and. At the end of the day, you know, it just boiled down to, you know, them not being able to capitalize on a couple of mistakes we made, you know, with the penalty after the touchdown and, and you know, us being able to to, uh, to make a big field goal. You know, that's really what it boiled down to, you know. Uh, sometimes it's, it's one or two plays that have something to do with it. And, you know, in, in my opinion, we have to play better. Uh, and we have to be in a better headspace, you know, dealing with success, uh, but then also, you know, uh, handling adversity. The, right. so the other thing the Grambling's win did was that it created a one-game separation between Alcorn, Bama State, Jackson State, and Alabama A&M. Alcorn takes on A&M today. Here is Fred McNair of Alcorn University talking about today's matchup versus Connell Maynard's Bulldogs. I think it's going to be another Big matchup is all of them have, you know. Um, every game we play is pretty pretty big for us, and and this team is coaching staff. So um, Cornell mainly gonna bring a good good hard solid football team in here, and got a great quarterback in Glass, and a great running back in Bentley, and got two outstanding receivers with, with Moore and Abraham. So um, we got to work cutouts for us on defense. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, you know. Uh, the linebackers Holloway and got a big long range of defensive defensive end and Price, so they got a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball, you know. So we just got to prepare ourselves for for another tough one. Uh, you know, like I tell these guys, you know, every game we play is a is a championship game for us. So um, this is what it is this weekend. So uh, we just got to go out and and practice preparation and, and get ready for another. Another good football team, Cornell, going to bring in here. So this should be a really, really, really good weekend for football action. We got two championship games. We got sweat games with sweat implications. We got this MEAC, these MEAC scenarios going on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But here, this is where we are. This is definitely where we are. Did I mention that Bama State plays Florida State today? I promise Florida State is going to score 80. And they're terrible right now. Terrible. All right, so coming up on the other side, as promised, we will talk with our guy, Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears. Has the Golden Bears get ready for today's matchup, 2 o'clock matchup versus the Albany State Golden Rams in the SIAC Football Championship. Coach Reginald Ruffin is up next right here on the HBCU Report. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time, it's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. (laughs) See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center, support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. The HBCU experience lives here. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.
<laughs> don't chase them. Don't chase them. Ladies and gentlemen, don't chase them. It was 25 years ago this week that TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool was released. Oh, my God. It seems like every week I'm just getting a little older and older. Man, oh, man. Unbelievable. That was a, that was a classic CD right there, man. Big shouts out to those girls. Long live left eye. Long live left eye. No doubt about it. HBCU Report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Don't forget, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. And uh, as promised, right now, man, uh, about to go to the Lions. Got a uh, good friend standing by uh, today, 2 o'clock kickoff. Uh, ESPN, we have Albany State University taking on the Miles College Golden Bears and the Golden Bears looking to make it back-to-back. And right now we're being joined on the line by our great friend, Reginald Ruffin. First of all, Coach, welcome back to the HBCU Report. Thank you, Rob, man. I'm I'm so blessed to be on this show, my brother. Ah, uh, yeah, man, you can dial. You ain't got to be that big. We just a small little thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no doubt about it, man. So, uh, of course, you guys are coming off of last week's uh, victory over Tuskegee. Uh, what do you say to those that have proclaimed that Mouse has now surpassed Tuskegee as the best HBCU football program in the state of Alabama? Well, man, you know, uh, I've been a part of some great uh, programs, and Tuskegee is one of it. You know, anytime you are the one is HBCU in all of uh, black college football, man, and tops in Division Two and wins, uh, much respect for Tuskegee. You know, uh, I always say it's about sowing the seed, man. You know, being there, working there, uh, uh, doing all I could for Coach Comagy and all I could for Coach Slater, working for two great guys, and, uh, man, just learning so much and, and just instilling that in my program, uh, being the head coach at Miles. So, uh, man, you know, I, I, don't, I don't look at it competition. I look at it just uh, me sowing the seed a long time ago and doing what I could for my bosses and, and, and being able to reap the harvest of, of the program I, I, I became into contact of leading, which is Miles College. Now, you talk about two heavyweights in the HBCU game when you talk about Kymagy and when you talk about Coach Slater. Uh, in your opinion, what did you take from each one of these guys? Well, you know, uh, but, you know, for Coach Comedy, man, just uh, having the opportunity to to coach at the collegiate level, uh, he gave me that opportunity just just based off of a great conversation at the uh, at the uh, uh, NCAA football conference there. And, and, and matter of fact, it was in San Antonio, Texas, and our room wasn't ready. And we just talking football and uh, ended up just uh, just becoming good friends and, and 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 you know just wanted to get at this level. He gave me that opportunity, and then Coach Slater, of course, you know, recruited me out of high school, and uh, and you know he had a chance to be the head coach at, at, at Tuskegee and asked me to come come back uh, on board as the defensive coordinator, assistant head coach, and um, and then you know when you take from both of those guys, they both all work, they both love and care for the kids, and they always surround themselves with, with, with great men. Uh, on their staffs, and uh, you know, and I just learned that they, the intangibles of that and taking it along with our program, and they both are winners. You know, uh, you know, they, they they both are winners. You look at their record; they won a lot of championships, they won a lot of games, and they both are winners. Absolutely, this is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line right now with Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears, as the Golden Bears prepare for today's one o'clock kickoff versus the Albany State Golden Rams in the SIAC Football Championship. Miles College looking to make it back-to-back. So, Coach, uh, the SIAC continues to dominate the NCAA in attendance. Uh, In your opinion, what makes this conference uh, such a hot commodity for fans of HBCU uh, football? I mean, you know, it's just our our institutions, man, our institution of higher learning, great academics, and also, you know, the tradition, the history, man, HBCUs bring, you know, homecoming. You know, us being there at Tuskegee last week, man, they said it was 23,000, but I thought it was about 40,000 people. It was really packed. Uh, you know, and that's that's the history of uh, and the culture of HBCUs, man. And then they they see the attendance. You know, everybody loved loved their their teams. Everybody loved their bands. You know, everybody loved just being associated with you know game day experience here at the HBCU. And that's why we continue to dominate their attendance. Uh, you know, I just wish we have the opportunity 
for the NCAA to see that the dominance of our attendance and also give us opportunity to uh, be at the get in the playoffs and play in the playoff game, and, and, and so to help us with those criterias and and that they look for and give us because you know we play a lot of FCS schools at Division Two and HBCUs, and you know we get penalized for playing FCS teams, and uh, but th- those teams are are, are good teams right. and, and more scholarships and powerhouse, and and we're not playing a lesser opponent, you know, so that shouldn't be that we get counted against. It should be we get counted for. Absolutely, absolutely. Now. Um... You know, there's a guy roaming around the streets of Atlanta uh, these days that you know uh, very well, uh, talking about President French, the former president at Miles College. Um, I I know that that he did a a lot of great things there on the campus. I know he was a huge supporter of athletics for Miles College. Um, For for people that are here in Atlanta, um, you know, looking, you know, and they – because Clark's athletics have really been down. A lot of stuff at Clark Atlanta has been down over the past 10 years or so. Um, but in your opinion, you know, I know you, like I said, I know you know President French really well, and he did some great things there at Miles College. But for the folks here in Atlanta, uh, you know, what's the good word that you can that you can leave them with as far as President French goes and, and, and helping turn things around at the campus? You know, Dr. French, good leader. You know, I had the opportunity, you know, for me, uh, he gave me an opportunity to be a college collegiate head coach, gave me an opportunity to be an athletic director. And uh, and he knows exactly what it takes. And the thing is that, uh, you know, our fans, especially at the HBCU, you know, I have learned, you know, I'm not an HBCU grad, but I have learned being in the system that we are so reactive on stuff and not proactive. And, um, you know, we, 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 if you get what you put in, you know, if you, if you, if you put in something, you get it back and, uh, you can't cut and you can't, uh, always say nickel and dime everything. If, if we're going to be division two, if we're going to be the best, then you have to put the same resources in that the PWIs do for their institution and their programs. That's what we have to do at the HBCUs. And I've learned that, hey, you spend money on what you really want to spend money on at the HBCU. So uh, don't shortchange the student-athlete. You know, student-athletes are the most important part when it comes to, I call our major stakeholders, our students, our students and our student-athletes. They're the major stakeholders. And don't shortchange them. You know, I just, I just firmly believe that short shortchanging our students and give them the quality of life that they're deserving. You know, at HBCUs, man, you know, you're nurtured. They get nurtured. You know, they get, you know, they, they become better students when they leave our HBCUs because they go through so much and they're going to be very successful. And so they're at, at you know, in Clark Atlanta or any uh, HBCU, give us the resources, man. If it's 36 equivalency scholarships in Division Two, don't give an institution 12 and 14 and 9 and, and think they're going to be successful. You know, it's just like if you tell us we got to go to war and you give us BB guns, everybody got M16. We're not going to win that war. We're not going to win that war, you know, and, and just do right by the student athletes, man. Just do right by the students. You know, that's my that's my firm belief. Do right by the students. That's what Dr. Trichy, he, he did what's right. When I came in, I told him what would it take for us to win, not compete. You know, I can compete anytime, but what it takes for us to win is having the resources that the other institutions have, not just because they're a predominantly white institution, just their same level playing field. You want us to be successful? Give us the same resources, you know, uh, uh, recruiting budgets and, and, you know, great facilities. And all of that is shortcoming at our HBCUs because we we too much nickel and diamond and, and not doing right by our student athletes. And I always believe right will follow right. And do what's right. Do what's right for our student athletes. Do what's right for them academically and and athletically. Do what's right. Absolutely. Mm, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. So looking at this football game that we got going on, last time these two teams hooked up uh, last season, Miles came away with a 50-23 victory. Now, in in your opinion, Coach, uh, what's the biggest difference between uh, your, your championship squad last year and this year's team? Well, you know, the team's a, a little, little growth. I would say the growth. Uh, we lost uh, a good running back in Justin Harding, but we also gained some good ones, too, running back to my committee with Dante Ellis and Justin Ruiz and, uh, and Wade Screeter. And, uh, you know, and uh, those guys have done a great job this year with the loss of uh, Darrell Freeman. And I, but our offensive linemen are the same from last year. They're, you're, you're older. Um, 
You know, our receivers are all back from last year. You know, quarterback, trick man is all back. You know, the biggest thing for us was not to be complacent, for us to continue to work and, and, and focus and finish on course until successful. And that's what we kind of knew we were our own worst enemy, just make sure we're doing the right things, you know, doing assignment football, being sound, uh, not turning the ball over. And you see some of the games we turned the ball over, uh, you know, unorthodox of Daniel, doing a lot of interception, trying to force it in there. So if we can do, uh, you know, take care of the ball, and, and, and you know, and just 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 be fundamentally sound. We will have a chance to be successful, and that's what I told my kids every every week. We were playing the game, you know. Yep, I do. You got it. Yeah, that, that's the word. That's the message right there. But everybody got to buy in. Everybody got to buy in. Um, my other question for you: Looking at this Albany State team on tape, uh, what is it uh, that that you guys really focused in on this week? Um, because they're really good at what. Stopping the run. They're really good at running that football. You know, they are downhill, getting inside, outside. Uh, Coach uh, Coach G has done a great job, you know, uh, you know, getting to the championship game last year and also getting back this year. They, you know, watching them from afar, we didn't play them this year. But, man, they, they you know, Hammersham, those guys does a great job. And Taylor, those guys does a real good job of downhill running, and they can really take it to the house and give an opportunity to, to break it. And so we got to do a good job of making sure we corral those guys, make sure we play a family football. And, and um, their offensive line, they do a great job. You know, they, 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 they really – open up holes they really uh you know uh get after you real good and and then their quarterback you know i know he missed a few games but since he's back you know uh even from last year you know he's he's a guy that just controls controls the ball do great things not turn it over and and make right reads and does everything that coach asked him to do so we got to stop the run we have to make them one-dimensional we got to make him throw the football and um you know hopefully the weather hangs you know stays up and we have an opportunity uh just make them one-dimensional that's what we that's what it's going to take for us to have success on defense mm-hmm. this is the hbcu report rob calloway wrapping up with reginald ruffin as we get ready for the siac football championship miles versus Albany State University, 1 o'clock kickoff from the campus of Albany State. Now, Coach, before I let you go, man, we've been talking about uh, this thing on the show for, I guess it's been some weeks, man, that Shaquille O'Neal has this whole Papa John's thing. He wants to bring a Papa John's to every HBCU campus, and Miles College was the first one slated. Has he has he made his his uh, his, his trip to, to Miles College yet to bless y'all with a Papa John's? <laughs> well, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, due to the death, the time, untimely death of the it's so, right. you know, I think a lot of that has been uh, put on hold, you know, for the initiative of uh, HBCUs and, 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 you know, what they're bringing to our HBCUs. But, you know, I think that conversation, that talk will still be um, probably in effect later on. But as of now, I know he's been going and dealing with that, uh, with the loss of his sister. And, you know, we wish him um, uh, nothing, nothing but the best and praying for him and his family. Uh, for us, it's just untimely death. But you know, for for us, you know, anything that that will help our HBCUs that's I guess positive and uh, that can bring uh, resource and revenues uh, to our HBCUs to give our students uh, just the quality of life, give our students the the you know the things that they deserve. You know, I'm all for it. You know, and I tell people I'm all for it. And I know there's a lot of people have done things and and started things and it just never transpired. But you know, I always say. You know, you will get rewarded for what you do as long as you're helping people and doing the right things. That's right. That's right. He is Reginald Ruff and head football coach, Miles College Golden Bears, looking to make it back-to-back SIAC football championships. Coach, thank you so much for joining us on the show, man, and good luck. And uh, we look forward to uh, actually coming down to Birmingham. We're going to hoist the trophy. So we're going to come down to Birmingham and hoist the trophy with you. How about that? Ah, man, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. We can't wait. <laughs> All right, great stuff right there from Coach Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears. Go Bears. Uh, Coming up on the other side, man, we're going to try to run through the rest of, uh, man, we got a lot of stuff that we have not talked about. Honda Battle of the Bands, the Undefeated Band Poll, uh, the MEAC has announced their 2020 Hall of Fame class. The Black College Football Hall of Fame has announced their 2020 uh, class as well. And so uh, we'll try to tackle that and much, much more before we get up out of here. This is the HBCU Report, and I am Rob Calloway, and we'll be right back. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping. 
cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. The HBCU experience lives here. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. No time for fake niggas. Just sip some crystal with these real niggas. From east to west coast, spread love niggas. And while you niggas talk shit, we count bank figures. I got no time for fake niggas. Just sip some crystal with these real niggas. From east to west coast, spread love niggas. And while you niggas talk shit, we count bank figures. I got no time for fake niggas. Just sip some crystal with these real niggas. From east to west coast, spread love niggas. And while you niggas talk shit, we count bank figures. Let's go. Yeah, I'm mama, Miss Ivana. Usually rock the Prada, sometimes Cabana. Stick you for your cream and your riches. Jazzle Cabal, Demi Moore, Prince Diane, and all them rich bitches. Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer. I follow in the E class with the goddess. 96 model, bad click on a stroll. Tell them how we go. Cruise control, nothing make a woman feel better. The Berettas and Amorettas, but the legends and mad cheddars. Chilling in the bins with my amigos. Trying to stick a nigga for his case. That you wanna get it? Lick up in my twat. Gotta hit the spot. If not, don't test the boom boom. Nani nani, hanani dani. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway kicking off the fourth and final segment. Twenty-three years ago this week, Lil Kim's hardcore. His store shelves. Long live CDs. Long live CDs. <laughs> now, look, I can't lie, man. Back back in the 90s, man, I keep trying to explain this to folks, man. Anybody anybody that, that'll listen or anybody that knows, knows that the best music, rap music, hip-hop music, a lot of this stuff started in the 90s. Like, let's just go ahead and just keep it all the way funky. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. You had Death Row Records, and you remember how they came out with Dre and Snoop and Daz and Corrupt and Rage and Pac and just on and on and on, right? Then you had Bad Boy. That was like the counter Death Row. They came out with Biggie and Lil' Kim and Junior Mafia and Black Rob and Mace and all these other guys. Then you had uh, Cash Money Records taking over for the 99 and the 2000 with the Hot Boys and with uh, Baby and Manny Fresh. And then you had the No Limit Soldiers with uh, Master P, Silk, uh, C Murder, um, Mia X, Fiend. Uh, uh, Snoop ended up joining them later on. I mean, Cain and Abel. I mean, look, some of the best music ever, rap music ever came out in the 90s, man. Especially when you talk about these cliques and, you know, these posses and whatnot. Unbelievable, man. Great stuff, great time. To be alive. Long live CDs. I'm going to keep saying that, man. The CD era was the best era. No doubt about it. All right. So as we try to uh, run run the gamut and try to clear off the board so that we leave nothing untouched, because uh, the way that we're going right now, we're about to leave a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor, so to speak. Uh, Big shouts out to uh, Miles College, uh, head football coach Reginald Ruffin, for joining us in the uh, last segment. If you're just tuning in, don't worry. You can always go back and relive any moment of the HBCU report uh, from today or any episode in its entirety uh, via TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Google Play for Android, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, uh, Spreaker and XSquadAffiliates.com. Big shouts out to the XSquad Affiliates. My crew, man, look, this thing about to blow up. Y'all just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Watch watch how this XSquad Affiliates network, watch how it blow up. Just watch. Just watch. Uh, and in case you're just tuning in uh, as well, we j- we've uh, been talking about Colin Kaepernick. We talk- we kicked off the show talking about Colin Kaepernick, of course. Uh, this show originates from Atlanta. Colin Kaepernick is here in Metro Atlanta today for this uh, tryout. Not sure how authentic it is on behalf of the NFL, but the brother's here. He's here to do his thing. A um, couple other things. 
Uh, we mentioned during the show, not HBCU related. Uh, 18 years ago this week, UGK's Dirty Money hit store shelves. Uh, 25 years ago this week, TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool hit store shelves. Uh, this week, uh, the old dirty bastard. Yes, Wu-Tang loved the kids. ODB would have celebrated his 51st birthday. Imagine that. ODB at 51. And uh, the other thing, J.J. Fad. Now, how many of y'all remember J.J. Fad? Now, if you're in my age bracket again or older, you remember Easy es female girl group. Uh, female girl group. Well, his female group, his girl group, J.J. Fad, Super Sonic. Yeah. I'm light-skinned, devastated. Yeah. Summer Lama, Duma Lama, Summer Lama, Duma Lama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That group. Well, shouts out to them. That song, Super Sonic, is making a comeback. I know you all remember, what was it, about a year or so ago? Maybe more than, maybe three years ago when uh, they did the Super Sonic commercial. It was uh, a car commercial, and they pulled up, and and they were rocking uh, Super Sonic, and they changed the words, and everybody was kind of outraged. Like, why did they take the word freak out of there? But anyway, they're making a comeback. Their song has actually been selected. Um for the soundtrack for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So that's kind of big right there. Not sure how many people actually going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, but to have that song from the 80s as the feature song on the soundtrack is is really good and a good look for those ladies. So big shouts out to Baby D and the mother two girls. I don't remember the mother two girls' name. I just remember Baby D. Baby D was the hot one. That's all I remember. All right, HBCU Report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Fourth and final segment. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There is our content partner, sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we're here each and every Saturday morning, 9 on the east, 6 on the west. Follow us on social media, all platforms, at HBCU Report. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. All right. Now, before we get up out of here, uh, a few more things of news and note. Uh, one piece of news that nobody probably cares about unless you're a fan of Tuskegee. Man, I know. It seems like I've been hard on Tuskegee. Well, you know what? Mm. So Tuskegee has um, named their new mascot after their uh, theme song, the band's theme song, Ball and Parlay. The uh, mascot's new name is Parlay. All right. So lame. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, then I mentioned that, that their media team blocked the HBCU report. Okay, <laughs> moving right along. All right, so the 2020 MEAC Hall of Fame class was named this week, and uh, also the uh, Black College Hall of the Black College Football Hall of Fame, excuse me, uh, announced their inductees this week as well. So we'll start with the MEAC before we get up out of here. Quinn Gray, Florida A&M, former quarterback, Florida A&M. Uh, he finished... Uh, as the Rattlers' all-time leading passer with uh, 7,300 yards, pass attempts with 1,100, completions with 562, and touchdowns with 57. He holds three Florida, uh, three of Florida A&M's greatest single-game passing performances and uh, much, much more, man. Dude also played uh, in NFL Europe. He played for the Jacksonville Jaguars, a couple other things. Quinn Gray, shouts out to him. Also headed to the Hall of Fame is Christopher McNeil of North Carolina A&T. Uh, Jaina Millen of Maryland Eastern Shore. A lot of folks forget that we got those HBCUs up there on the East Coast. Also, Alvin Shine Wyatt, the former head football coach of Bethune-Cookman, had the opportunity of talking with him uh, when he helped start that Edward Waters program, and that dude is a clown. So uh, congratulations to Alvin Wyatt, also going into uh, the MEAC Hall of Fame. And then we have my guy, Connell Maynard. Head football coach of Alabama A&M, representing North Carolina A&T State University. He was the MEAC Offensive Player of the Year in 1990 and 91. He went on to have a 12-year uh, arena football career where he won four AFL championships. He also, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Coach Maynard was Jamie Foxx stand-in in any given Sunday. We've talked to, talked to him about that, and we might actually put that interview back up. You know, we might go through... And the guys that we've interviewed that are going to the Hall of Fame, we might actually just repost those interviews uh, for your listening pleasures. And so uh, congratulations to all of those guys. But here's the here's the big one, the big one, the granddaddy of them all, the Black College Football Hall of Fame uh, sees Earl Ear Harvey, 
former quarterback, North Carolina Central, 1985 to 1988, uh, headed to the Hall of Fame, four-time All-CIAA performer. Uh, then we've got James Houndog Hunter, former defensive back, Gremlin State University, 1972 to 1975. We've got my guy from right around here, from my neck of the woods, Robert Mathis, former defensive end, Alabama A&M University, 1999-2002, McNair High School, stand up. Uh, Eric Williams, uh, former offensive lineman, uh, Central State University, 1987-1990, also played for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, my guy, the legend, Joe Taylor, former coach at Howard University, Virginia Union, Hampton, and FAMU. Uh, a record of 232 wins, 97 losses, and four ties. Four black college football national championships under his belt and six MEAC titles, four-time MEAC Coach of the Year. My guy, Joe Taylor, congratulations, Coach. And then the commissioner of the MEAC is headed in, Dennis Thomas. He was uh, he is the commissioner of the MEAC, but he was also uh, the athletic director at Hampton University for some time uh, in the early 90s. I think it was 1990 until some point in the early 2000s. And so congratulations, uh, the Dr. Thomas on, on his recognition as well. Uh, the event goes down, uh, I think in February. Yeah. February is going down. And so we're going to try to be on hand for this year's, uh, induction ceremony. It is going down February 22nd at the college football hall of fame right here in Atlanta, Georgia. And so, uh, we'll definitely try to be on hand for that. Congratulations to all the inductees, the black college football hall of fame. Also, uh, the MEAC Hall of Fame. Don't you guys forget, before I forget, don't forget, tickets are on sale right now for the Honda Battle of the Bands. The H-Bob is coming back to the ATL. Um, and you know what? This event was was truly missed. January 25th, uh, 2020, Mercedes-Benz Stadium is where you got to be to see Benedict, Florida A&M, Grambling State, Hampton, Jackson State, North Carolina A&T, uh, Prairie View, and Tennessee State. Unbelievable that there will. This has got to be the first time in the history of the H Bop that not one school from the state of Alabama will be representing. Mm, 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 mm. Unbelievable. But hey, that's, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So, man, look, I'd like to thank you guys for, for tuning in to the show. You know, as I always say, without you, there would be no HBCU report. I don't know how much you believe me in regards to that or not, but it's, it's definitely true. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody. I'd like to thank this week's guest, um, Reginald Ruffin, head football coach of the Miles College Golden Bears. Bears in action today versus Albany State. Don't forget, uh, you can actually catch that game. Oh, speaking of games, oh, I'm about to get out of here and not even give you guys the schedule. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so we got Mississippi Valley taking on Grambling State. Uh, Hampton and Kennesaw State are in action. North Carolina A&T and Bethune-Cookman. We talked about that one earlier. Alcorn and Alabama A&M are in action. Jackson State and Southern in the Boombox Classic. You've got Prairie View and Edward Waters. UT Martin taking on Tennessee State. Delaware State and Norfolk State are in action. FAMU taking on Howard. you got Florida State taking on Bama State in what should be a slider, but I'm praying for a miracle. Uh, also, uh, North Carolina Central and South Carolina State are in action on ESPN and three. That's a two o'clock kickoff. And then we've got the SIAC football championship at two o'clock between Miles College and Albany State. That's on the campus of Albany State. And then the CIAA football championship will be on the Aspire Network. And that's Bowie State taking on Fayetteville State from Salem, Virginia. All right. That about do it for this week's edition of the HBCU Report. We'll be back next week with another full slate a full, just a, a plethora of information for you and yours. Uh, again, I'd like to thank you guys for, for checking us out. And remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Follow us on social media, all platforms at HBCU Report. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that the HBCU Report is here every Saturday morning, 9 on the east, 6 on the west. I am Rob Calloway, and this has been the HBCU Report. And if you're looking for me, man, you know I already know. Somewhere on the yard. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.
it. The bridge is over, the bridge is over. Hey, hey, hey. The bridge is over, the bridge is over. Hey, 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 hey. The bridge is over, the bridge is over. The bridge is over, the bridge is over. You see me coming in the dance with the slipper sensia. Down with the sound called BDP. If you want to join a crew, well, you must see me. You can't sound like Shan or the one Marley. Because Shan and Marley Marley, my rhyming like the gay. Picking up the mic, man, and don't know what to say. Saying hip hop started out in Queensbridge. Saying lines like that, man, you know them can't live. So uh, tell them again, me come to tell them again. Tell them again, me come to tell them again. Tell them again, me come to tell them again. Tell them again, me come to tell them. Manhattan keeps on making it, Brooklyn keeps on taking it, Bronx keeps creating it, and Queens keeps on faking it. get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 